0: Elevated conversation on crucial issues. Boyd Matheson on Inside Sources. Well, amidst all the news and the celebrations this week, there's one that has not gotten nearly enough attention uh, that I think is, is so important, especially here in the state of Utah. Uh, this, week's, this week marks the anniversary of Executive Order 9066, which was issued on February 19th, 1942, under President Franklin D. Roosevelt. The now infamous order, of course, authorized the U.S. government to force Japanese-American citizens from their homes and move them to internment camps throughout the country, including one located here in the state of Utah. We want to dig into this a little bit in terms of the legacy of this violation of the rights of our citizens, what we need to remember and how we move forward together. And so we're very pleased to have back on the program with us, Floyd Morey, a retired president, CEO of civil rights organizations, a former mayor and California state assemblyman, as well as a college instructor of economics. And Floyd, thank you so much for joining us and for really leading out and helping to make sure that Utah remembers this important part of our history.
1: Well, thank you, Boyd. I appreciate your uh, having me on today. It is a very critical to me and I think should be to most citizens, uh, Uh, A day to remember, it's the time when uh, the United States forgot there was a constitution and uh, just ignored the rights of Japanese Americans who were citizens of this country, born and raised here, uh, and sent them to concentration camps uh, throughout the desolate parts of this country.
0: Uh, And of course, we have uh, one right here in the state of Utah, and uh, I know there's been a lot of work around that, and as uh, that has deteriorated over the years, and some ways to restore that a little bit so that we can do that critical thing. We always say, what we forget, our children will not know. What our children don't know, our grandchildren won't possess. And uh, tell us some of the things that went on. I know you had uh, an event over the weekend, some great panel discussions. Give us a sense of the conversation.
1: Well, we we had uh, some survivors. We still have some survivors in the camp uh, uh, that uh, talked to us a little bit about, you know, their experiences and their feelings during that time. And, uh, you know, it was kind of heart-wrenching to hear these people now uh, close to their 90s or beyond their 90s uh, express those kind of feelings. Uh, About 8,000 or more were incarcerated in Topaz, and actually— Uh, Jane Beckwith, who was a high school teacher down in uh, Delta, Utah, has done a wonderful job in preserving uh, Topaz. And uh, through her efforts, a museum has been created in Delta to uh, tell the story of what happened during that time.
0: Yeah, so important. I know uh, back uh, last year in 2022 uh Utah senator uh Jenny Iwamoto uh had a bill passed uh, designating February 19th as a permanent day of remembrance.
1: That's that's correct and as you stated boyd uh Utah particularly should understand it and uh, unfortunately there are many many people uh, who never knew that ever happened in this country, in this state and uh, I I take the opportunity to take uh, friends and neighbors down there to tell them the story and to see the actual place where people were incarcerated.
0: Yeah, I think that's so important. And you've also uh, been such a great advocate. Uh, We've had so many extraordinary Japanese Americans here in the state of Utah that were really trailblazers in uh, so many ways from uh, basketball players up at the university of Utah uh, to business leaders, to those who have worked in the highest levels of government. Just give us a little bit of a sense of that.
1: Sure. Uh, You know, uh, we talk about civil rights. Uh, it was uh, a man by the name of Mike Masaoka, who really became the first advocate for the Japanese American Citizens League in in Washington, D.C. That was back during the war. He's a graduate of the University of Utah, a uh, friend of our family, and uh, uh, pursued uh, helping Japanese Americans during that period of time. Uh, and as you mentioned, Wat Misaka, uh, All-American basketball player from the, the University of Utah, the first person of color to be uh, in, uh, to be invited to the NBA. It was called the ABA at that time, but he was the first person of color. And uh, since that time, we've seen a lot more Asians uh, enter the NBA. So, yeah, you know, business, uh, politics, uh, leadership here in Salt Lake. There have been many. You mentioned Janie. Uh, Iwamoto, who was a state senator, Uh, Ray Uno, who was one of the first minority judges here in the state. Uh, Many, many have have been trailblazers here in the state.
2: I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home.
0: Uh, So, uh, so many and and such a great influence and so many things to learn from the Japanese culture. Uh, I know it has uh, changed my world forever, uh, having uh, lived there and then spent time there on business as well, uh, that there is uh, something to that culture that is uh, just so rich and uh, so... uh, interconnected, I think, in in ways that I think we're losing in our society today. And uh, so before I I let you go, Floyd, uh, just uh, maybe a last thought in terms of uh, things that you hope people will remember. This is one of those things that we we cannot forget, uh, but I think we also need to recognize the path forward in terms of, of how we actually do that.
1: Yeah, I think it's very important that we all remember that all of us are human beings, no matter what country our native is from. And uh, we we see some of it today arising again, some Asian hate, particularly this past couple of years, because of COVID. Uh, and it's not a racial thing, it's not a foreign thing. Uh, you know, uh, we need to recognize that things happen no matter who you are and what country you come from, and we need to respect and, uh, as you said, understand other cultures. Uh, for the value that they give us here in in the world.
0: Uh, Fantastic. Floyd Morey, always appreciate your perspective, my friend. And uh, thank you so much for helping us remember uh, some very important parts of our history right uh, here in the state of Utah as well. Uh, Floyd, thanks for joining us today.
1: You bet. Let's hope that something like that never happens again. Uh, The government actually apologized for that, and uh, that's uh, – Really a landmark decision by the government.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it was not fast enough, but we did get to an apology on that. And I I think that's an important part of the story uh, for sure. But it is an important day of remembrance when uh, so many Japanese Americans uh, lost their liberty, were sent to these camps, including uh, Topaz Mountain Camp here in the state of Utah. Uh, And I know it's easy for us today to say, oh, well, that could never happen in today's society And the reality is it can, and it can happen rather swiftly. And especially when we weaponize words, when we demonize those who look different, think different, act different, live different than we do, uh, it is not a big step. And so we have to remember, and we have to remember how it began, the mistake that it was, and then that we got it corrected, and then that we move forward, and that we recognize and value those differences uh, because that is is the key. Uh, it is the path to marching forward. And uh, Floyd Moore, done such a great job uh, of highlighting the impact of not just Japanese Americans, but those that have been uh, right here in the state of Utah that have had such a tremendous impact, far-reaching impact, uh, and so much for us to learn that really uh, blazed some trails and broke through some glass ceilings along the way. And we all benefit Uh, When that happens, Uh, but I think the most important thing we can think about, again, going all the way back, remember, it was February 19th, 1942, President Franklin D. Roosevelt signed that now infamous executive order 9066, uh, which sent uh, thousands of Japanese citizens uh, to internment camps around the country. And uh, we should remember that. We should remember the legacy. As as Floyd pointed out, there's uh, not very many of the survivors left. But they still have lessons to teach us about important principles about who we are, what the Constitution means, uh, and how we are all created equal, even when we don't always live up to that. But we can always do better. All right, that wraps up hour number one of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. We'll step aside for top of the hour news. Much more to come in hour number two, so stick around. We'll be right back on KSL News Radio. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on the KSL News Radio app and in your car at 102.7
1: FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news.